clearly my team, the Knicks, sucks. All right, y'all ready? Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. You ready, Press? I stay ready. All right, let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, we are back for yet another hot, a warm, toasty yes, it is. episode of your favorite podcast and mine. Don't sleep on the couch podcast. I'm your man, 50 Grand Hydrico. And to my right, it's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. Just don't call me broke. You know, you know, bringing that one back. Even though you didn't do it the way you normally do, but we're going to go with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, I'm it's rusty. Too, I'm it's, rusty. It's too hot to be doing retakes. Hey, no, yeah, no retakes. There you go. <laughs> and to the left. <laughs> you got Mr. Prez, a.k.a. Sergeant Raider, back up in the building. Oh, he got his stripes back. He must have got promoted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, gentlemen, listen, man. It's hot, so I ain't going to even have too many times with extra words, man. How y'all doing other than being a little warm? Ah, uh, man. Let's just let's get to it. <laughs> it's so goddamn hot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Germany is like 95 degrees. And, you know, I know y'all sitting at home in America and other places, and y'all can run inside to the AC as y'all watching. Ain't no AC. It's hot outside. It's hot inside. But we're going to get hot on these hot topics. So let's what we get started at, uh, Perez? All right, let's start with the Patreon. Let's get the shout-outs real quick. Man, we got to take care of the people that take care of us. How we going? All right. Uh, so starting off, we got we got a new Patreon member. We got uh, Kaiser Kush. So... Oh. Okay. If you, if you had, follow him on Twitch, whatever, Kazer. Okay. Got you. What up? What up to you? Uh, Appreciate what up, Kush? it. Kush? Keeping it Kush? <laughs> All right. And then we got. I got something for that, too. Okay. Remember that Wayne track? And we smoked that Kush. But, but instead and of. And we ball we like swoosh. Instead of we said that we smoked that Kush, we appreciate that Kush. And we ball like. Yeah, we, we working out. We working out. We're working progress. Okay. It's hot. Then we had uh, a member come in last week. I think uh, we missed out on that. Everybody been part of that, but we got Lil J. My boy, my Lil J on the track. Lil J on the track. Okay. Manuel. Mo money, mo money, mo money. We got Marty. The silent partner. Bad boy. (laughs) Marty. Take that, take that, take that, take that. All through your body. We got Ryan. Oh, the book of Ryan. Oh, the book around. The book around. The book around. You got to have that book. You got to have that book. All right. Then we got Lucius Aloysius Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Then we got Quay Quay. Hey, Quay Quay, we, we go. We coming. We, we, we on the cusp. I we mean, on the cusp or it's something. It's so close. It's so close, but we got to get it right for you, Quay. We, I mean, if we told you all the stuff we was working on, Quay Quay, but they don't know about Quay, but we working on something. All right, then you got Bird. What happened to that boy? And then you got Corey. Listen, the foundation. That's the cement of the whole thing, man. That's the first thing you put down. Listen, had a great conversation with the foundation last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. got jokes. He's quite the jokester. Oh, for sure, for sure. (laughs) And I ain't going to even do you like that, but foundation, (laughs) I see you. Oh, I see you. And speaking of that, man, we had a Zoom chat last night with a bunch of our Patreon supporters, which was super dope. Um, not all of them got to get in there, but for the Patreon supporters that didn't get to make it to it, hey, we're gonna we just gonna put it up there in the Patreon, uh, you know, on the app, and we're gonna put it out there. You can listen to all hour and a half or however long it was, and you know, catch in. And next time, maybe you can join. But that's something that we're doing for our our Patreon supporters is we just checking in, seeing how they feel about what we doing. They paying customers, so you know, and the we, bo- they the boss. And we definitely and wait a minute, we forgot about one. We forgot about my man Tate. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my boy, Blue. Blue. Can't forget about my man, Tate. He up in the building as well. For sure, for sure. Yep. Yeah, you follow the links in the bio. Go, go on, uh, on was it, the link tree? Yeah, link tree. And our link Patreon. Tree. If you want to become a, a member, help support us, be part of those Zoom chat meetings. We've got three different tiers. You got a $10 tier, a $5 tier, and a $3 tier where you can donate monthly to us, help us out on all the monthly revolving calls that we usually have around here. So, And again, that's www.patreon.com forward slash DSC underscore podcast. Don't say we ain't tell you. And trust me, he had to do the spelling because if I would have spelled it, I might have spelled Patriots. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what you would have spelled? Rodrigo <laughs> Live. That's what I would have spelled. Oh, damn. But, but uh, uh, let's get into it. Cash, what are we going over today, man? What we got? Hey, man. So, uh, speaking of which, we got to make it clear that we discuss life. If you're here for the first time, we discuss life topics, we discuss sports and music. That's what we talk about every now and then. We may have a guest and go totally left field, depending on, you know, how varied our personalities and what we're into. You know what I mean? But that's going to be the basis of what we do from here on out. So if you're here for the first time, listen up. It's life, sports, and music. So with that said, the topics for today is we're going to talk about kids going back to school or not, you know, going back to school. What are we doing in our separate situations? We also got a few things in sports. So I'm going to pull that up here. Uh, the NBA, so you know, Prez is a title, a Lakers fan. So we got to talk about fan. the Lakers. You know Pelican what I mean? Fan. Pelican turned Lakers, turned Pelican back to Lakers. So we're gonna talk about the Lakers and what's going on with them, and is the NBA rigged? So Prez is a resident, you know, conspiracy theorist. So we're gonna get into some of his rigged analogies here. Uh, we got J Cole make it a tryout for the Pistons. Uh, Dame Lillard and PG. They was talking crazy on the gram, so we're going to get into that. We love that that uh, that spirit of battle is back in the NBA. NFL, we got some stuff with uh, Henry Ruggs. Of course, we got to talk about them Oakland faders. Uh, it's Las Vegas. Oh, damn, I don't even know where these guys play. Damn, I'm out of it. <laughs> I can tell. I feel like the notes, were, were, the notes have been rigged. Right, right. <laughs> We're going to get into some serious topics, though, too, with Darius uh, Geis, uh, part of the Washington football team. Um, he was let go recently for domestic violence. And then uh, the Giants DB, young guy, DeAndre Baker, um, he robbed somebody over a Madden game, y'all. And then last but not least, we got some music, the 2 chains, Rose, Rick, 2 chains versus Rick Ross recap. Uh, we got some takes on here. I, I don't know if y'all going to agree with them, but I, definitely I can't wait to get to that. And then we got the... Uh, Meg and Cardi backlash for WAP. I ain't going to say what it mean, but we going to get right into it. And with that said, fellas, we'll be right back. Parents, I'm sorry. And the reason why I'm apologizing is because as we meet the month of August, this was usually a month embraced by parents, except for Will Smith. He probably don't like the month of August, but we're not going down that line. <laughs> we're not going there. August is a, is a sensitive subject for him. But oh, August was embraced by parents because this was the time for us to tag in the teachers. It was the time for us to say, hey, it is your turn. But Corona Lachey the virus has made some changes. Gentlemen, what is the school situation for you and your kids? And do you feel safe sending your babies back to this building or this cesspool of germs? Uh, y'all, so have y'all been working? Yeah. 
Oh, that means it's safe for me. Hey, send them kids back to school. <laughs> send them kids back to school. Hot take, hot take. That's all right. You don't get no hotter than what you just gave. Hey, uh, you can only make it as safe as it can be, man. Uh, they did, like, so the virtual classes went on, and we did, like, a couple months of that. Worst months of my life trying to be a teacher. Uh, I, I respect all you teachers. Y'all y'all put in some work. I, I know I don't have the patience uh, to, to do go through that. And I'm not going through it again. If the schools are opening up, I'm going to send my kids on to school. Let them get some real education. Quit trying to be a teacher. So Brad said he's sending his back. He don't care if the Le- Le- Corona Lachey is working in the cafeteria. What about you? What about you, Cash? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm sending them back in light of like what's going on here in Germany. So let's be clear. We're in Germany and we are a lot more further advanced in some of the states and how serious they're taking it. So I like the precautions they were taking where we work, I like the precautions they're taking right now. My kid, both of my youngest are in a school age program and in daycare. They went back like probably the last six weeks. So if I can trust them to go back to that, the schools are doing even more stringent parameters here in Germany. So I got I got to trust that and know that, you know, just pray on it, man, because at this point, you know, I think people are taking the proper precautions here. But. For other people, that may not be the case. Um, if we had to go back to two days and three days or my, my, and my, me and my wife alternate, then that's what we would do. We would go to our jobs and tell them, hey, this is what's going to work for us. And they, they would have to deal with that. But also another thing for the older kids, they're doing like block schedules to where um, that's one of the, the stringent parameters that they're putting in place to where some days certain kids will be at home doing virtual stuff and some days they won't. But from a high schooler, that's just fine with him. You know what I mean? This is the time of his life. He don't have to be in school every single day. You know what I mean? So I like that they're doing that because they don't want a whole lot of kids because they have a huge high school in the same vicinity. They just can't do the uh, distancing and, and all that stuff. So I'm encouraged with some of the tweaks that they're trying to make, and they're doing the best that they can to still give our kids education and be able to go. So I'm in a good space right now, but I know in the States it's – just simply not the same. But what about you, Hut? Well, first off, I'm encouraged by the breeze that just came through. Let me start there. <laughs> that's that's the first part of my for encouragement. Sure. Um, for my kids in the States, um, so for my oldest son, he goes to a private school and they're going to school. August 25th, um, they gave an option, kind of similar to what they did here. You can either go to virtual school or you can come to five days a week school. The tuition didn't change. So that made the choice fairly simple for me. <laughs> you will be going to five days. And I actually was asking the principal, did they have a seven day option? I mean, I don't I don't know what the, what the situation was. Get so all your money's worth. Huh? You got every last dollar. So personally, I think they should go to school. Um, if you can practice and have some parameters, this is a very serious epidemic, epidemic pandemic. Excuse me. Um, I'm not trying to take it lightly, but at the same time, leaving kids at home because parents still have to go to work is almost somewhat of a worse situation because eventually kids going to be kids. They're going to realize I'm 13, I'm 14 or 15, 16, whatever age, and realize my parents ain't going to be home for hours on end, days at a time. Idle hands of the devil. And eventually they're going to start doing something, Chris. <laughs> eventually they're going to realize, hey, my friend who lives right up the block, why don't you just come over because your mom ain't home and my dad ain't home. And then that's when foolishness happens. And you made a great point, Perez, about me being a teacher. Now, teachers out there, I appreciate y'all tremendously. 
But last year, man, I don't know. But I felt like y'all was sending more work home than they was doing when they was in school. <laughs> it was like they was trying to overcompensate for the lack of being in the class. Oh, uh, you were trying like. to show me what like what what y'all was getting it in, but I don't remember y'all getting this much in when they was in class. But also the other thing was the stuff that they were sending home, I was like, this shit ain't challenging. Like it, it, it I think it was just it was so new to everybody. They were just trying to send things, but at the same time, I'm like, what what is my kid doing that? So I just had to start developing like, hey, you're going to read this book or you're going to watch this movie and we're going to discuss it, depending on what it was, just to give him something that was worth learning, like a life practical lesson. I think the problem, Prez, and I want to throw this to you and see what your take on it is. What makes this difficult when you're having the kids learn from home is that when your parents are not teachers, how far are we setting these kids back in their learning abilities? Because kids, some kids learn different ways. And our teachers and educators have went to school to learn these different ways to teach individuals. But now you're coming home and you want me to teach Common Core. I'm not doing that shit. I, five times five is 25. Yep. That I know I know that I've memorized that I'm not going to start drawing squares and blocks and doing to me that doesn't make sense. So when I teach my child the way that I've learned. Am I setting them back? Because when they put them on these standardized tests, now it's a whole different program. So the question I toss to you is, how far are we hurting our kids? And because of the way the school system has gone, would you be opposed? Because I know I wouldn't. If they say, hey, from this year to this year, we're going to eliminate standardized tests and i.e. the SAT, ACT, and these other things. Because how can you say these high schoolers are being prepared when we're not even sending them to a traditional school format? And the ones that need the extra help and the ones that need that that hands-on experience to get them through it, I can't I I just can't do it. It's not my expertise. You know what I mean? I barely like math is another thing to where I get, but I have to be in the groove of doing it. I have to do it every day. That's something that I can get easily, but I have to learn it all over again. And like you said, the way that they're learning it, I just don't have the time to do that, go to work be a father outside of school. Like that's a lot of hats you asking parents to wear. And, and although I think it's kind of easy to say, you just do it. You're a parent in all actuality. That's not reality. You know what I mean? Like everybody gets spent out. Like Prez was saying, like that shit was hard, man. That shit was hard. I would come home and just be like, my wife would come home on the days I was off and I'd be like, yo, I didn't do anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it really was because not that I was trying. It was just like, I found myself, having out of body experiences because I was so frustrated that my kids can't learn it. Um, wasn't listening, doubting myself. You know what I mean? Like, am I a good teacher? Like it was just all those different things I was going through. So that was difficult for me, man. So if I'm, I'm happy that they're doing these, these things here to make us feel comfortable with sending our kids back to school. But I can only imagine the people in the States, the single mothers, the families that have to, pretty much band together to alternate what they're going to do because these jobs, they ain't loyal. Yeah. They ain't loyal. Go ahead, Brad. So, uh, yeah, y'all hitting on some good points and that's, that's kind of why what helped me make my decision and things like y'all, y'all hitting right on the stuff that I want to talk about. We, we go to work, we have morning meetings, we have all these things. The way the school schedule works over here, every Thursday they have meetings with the teachers. We come to school, the kids go to school an hour later and they have the meetings and stuff like this. I think something like that has to be done to for the parents if you're going to try to just push this virtual. like So they need the, the teachers need to record something and say the parents need to watch this before they, where they can teach them like they're, they're, uh, was it training we need, plan? We need to go to YouTube University too. Like you yeah. have to give us the videos and give us the tools to be better educators to our kids because yeah, exactly. you went to school for 
four to six years to get your master's degree in education or whatever you are teaching, you can't expect us to do that when we've fallen back to our life teachings. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, and then like the way you said they do math and stuff like this, like the way we I did it was like we just remember it. Like you had to memorize it. Like your multiplication table, like, hey, you better know it. And you, you got quizzed on it before you went to lunch. Uh, how much time you had at lunch depending on how much you remember. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so, you, hey, as a kid, that was motivation. I learned my multiplication table like real quick because I didn't want my lunch cut down at all trying to make sure I she constantly calling out numbers so I get one right. But that's not that's not at all how uh, these the kids today kind of learn it. They got a whole little process, which I had nothing I didn't know about. You know, first off, um, one thing I would say is, so first off, to what you had said, Cash, YouTube University is there. The problem becomes you come from a full days of work. The last thing you really have the energy to do, because I won't say want, I don't think any parent doesn't want their child to be better. The last thing you have the energy to do is come home, try to learn a new concept and then deal with the struggles of trying to teach that concept because your patience at the end of that day can be sometimes worn down. And even though, you know, I would love to sit here and say, but you know, I'm going to have more patience because that's my child, man. Sometimes that's the absolute bipolar opposite. I have less patience because listen, 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 child, I don't have time to do that. Now. Um, one thing that I do appreciate is that. So for my wife, she is stay at home and man, it has been clutch because she takes care of a lot of this that I do not have the patience. I do not have the the aptitude or the mind to do because it comes in very key in these type times. You have some press? Y'all already finished up school. Like I know like when that when the pandemic and stuff like hit, like I was still in school too. So I had my own work I had to do. I know what y'all saying, like uh, thinking like, hey, you should just quit school. You had to uh, take no. care of you. You had, you had Teach your kids. That's that's what's more important at the time. But I already paid for these classes, and my class didn't end for a certain point in time. I stopped for a minute, but I still had to get through my classes at a certain point, and then you know go ahead uh, focus on teaching the kids and stuff like this. So that was another big portion. So now I got this. Got to teach the kids, go to work, and then do my homeworks all up in there. It was hell, man. Hey, don't you quit school? Them kids better figure it out. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, kids, if you watching, probably shouldn't have been, but if you are, like, subscribe, and share with all your little friends. Um, you better go, you better, that ain't my job. You better go to school and figure it out. You, you know how to get on YouTube better than I do. Yeah. Get off the, the avatar and the other crap and pull up a math video. So, I mean, school or no school, safety is the number one concern. I think every parent will sit here and tell you, um, you want safety. That's where it comes out as completely asinine when you get the director of education that comes on and says, only 0.2% of children will die. First off, you can't get on TV and say any children are going to die going to school. Yeah, that that's, is, that's that, not how you frame that argument. That is that not argument. how you frame any part of that. So when she came on and said that, that was just, you started off on the wrong foot. We need to get up and get out and go to school. So my vote, Wake up. Time to go to class. And, and then the, the final thing I got to say on this is just like, uh, so we've been going back to work. We just started going back to work. We get interactions with other people. We're sitting here talking now. Like the kids still missing out on a lot of that. They ain't seen none of their friends. They ain't seen, uh, uh, you know, it's still dicey going around and playing in the neighborhoods and stuff like this. They need some interaction, somebody they can talk to that there's that's their age and has similar things besides on the video game. You know what I mean? Just so they can get that face to face too. So I think it's going to do a lot to help out their mental and get past this. COVID. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. My final thoughts are, man, it's going to take a village. I, I'm just, I keep thinking like, yes, it's all good out here in Germany. Yes, it's cool. Fine. I'm cool with that. But I, I just keep thinking about all the different 
uh, family dynamics that go on in all the different uh, states and cities that are not doing really well with their numbers. You know what I mean? How, how do you speak to them and tell them just be fine with sending your kids back to school when the, the parameters and the different things that they're receiving from the school isn't even substantial enough for them to even think like it's going to be okay. You know what I mean? So, and again, they're, they're, they still got to live. They still got to go to work. And that's, that's the difficult thing that I'm, I'm seeing where I'm like, damn, I'm, I want to offer some advice, but it's going to take the village to come together. Aunties, cousins, you know, you're going to have to figure it out and come up truly with a family plan on if you want to keep your kids home on how to keep them motivated and, Everybody going to have to become a professor, a teacher, something like that, because you're going to have to help one another out to do what's best for the kids. The families truly need to come together, families and friends. And the hard part of all that, as we close this, this topic up, is it's hard to be a family in the situation in the pandemic where you're supposed to be by yourself. Yep. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Mm-hmm. You know, for my kids, I know for the twins in Vegas, they're starting the first semester virtually. You know, fortunately enough, I have the best at-home tutor you can get. Miss yeah. <laughs> Hudson don't play no games, boy. I wouldn't even want to go to her school, boy. She she don't play. Yeah. So that's going to be tough times. So for all the parents out there who are going through it, man, if y'all want to chime in and comment on what are your thoughts, please feel free to always comment. We love to hear what you guys think, and that's something that we can readdress on another episode to kind of see what you guys are doing in your states or your countries, wherever you live. We know we big in Korea, too, so we want to hear what y'all got going on, too. We translate it. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> boy, listen, DSC, we, 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 we international. Def- definitely comment, because I want to hear, I know, like, we, we're talking where we at in Germany. It's a little bit safer. They didn't, they didn't took all these precautions, but I know in, like, some of the states this ain't even much an option like there you, you sitting there that's like you, you're guaranteeing yourself that you're gonna get it your family's gonna get it at this time so like yeah definitely let's let us know what you're what you're thinking cool man i think y'all wrapped that up beautifully boys but ah ring yeah. the bell school's in session ding 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 all right all our listeners and viewers um if you want to tune out no, <laughs> if you feel like tuning out feel free <laughs> Feel free to leave us at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> there was ever time to tune off of the podcast. No. Um, and we back, y'all. Listen up. Uh, this is not my favorite segment, but you know what? Sometimes you got to do what you don't want to do, and we got to yeah, talk got about it. You got a job to do. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, police officers got to take tough flack. Firefighters got to go into tough fires. And right now, I'm going to step into a, a conversation that I don't want to be in. Yeah. We're going to talk about the Lakers. Oh. And LeBron James. Securing that number one seed. So somehow the Lakers have secured the number one seed in the bubble. Um, it's big news, I'm apparently. Like two games. Okay. Are you going to even let me get into it? <laughs> no, no. I'm keeping okay. y'all. You know what? Like, fine. Go uh, ahead. Talk about Lakers. Yeah, yeah, go. Hey, hey, so we secured the spot. And that concludes the Lakers. Go So we secured that spot. Now we in there. We just waiting on the playoffs to actually start. Letting LeBron take his little rest now and stuff like that. Like that all you want to do. He is back. Hey, hey, hey. I was happy out. to Get see it out. every time LeBron come in, the the way he's playing defense, he's he's completing his game finally. You know, we, we remember how he looked down there at Miami. He needed the help of Wade and all them other ones. But I believe this LeBron can do it all by itself. Okay. It's totally different Can I LeBron. ask you a quick question? Because, I mean, you are our, our Laker aficionado. Mm-hmm. You, you're the Laker expert, right? You are the Laker Esquire, all that good stuff, right? That's what you want to say? Yeah. Go ahead. So... The NBA was gone for how many? How long was the NBA on, uh, on four break? months? Four so months. they were on break for four months. Mm-hmm. And how long has the NBA been back? Uh, 
Probably about two, three weeks. Why is LeBron taking games off? I mean, you, why, why are we, where are we, how are you load we managing? Because we got the number one spot. How are you load managing why? and you've been off for four months? Yeah, how is that a king? I, I got to agree. Why do you How is that a king? Why what do, are you risking? It's why? in the bubble. Uh, what yeah, is it, risk? You got the number one spot. Why would you continue to play him except for like for meaningless minutes? Oh, so you just think to get should run. be resting too? Yes. Absolutely. I if you got the number one spot. So you want to rest him and you want to rest him. If you got the number one spot, it makes no sense to play him. Okay. No problem. Just want to check. Go ahead. Okay. I know you were trying to throw shade on that. How, oh, how, how, oh, no. how the heat doing? Shit. Oh, the heat are fine. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. The heat are fine. Ain't, ain't you that expert? But they playing for seating and stuff like oh, okay. that. So that's why their guys are still playing. I know. Because if, if, if you secured number one spot, you would want Jimmy Butler to sit. Just took a night out as well. Okay. Okay. So, uh, but what 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 else are you seeing in front of NBA? So oh, no, the is good. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Initially, like that West Coast race, you know what I mean. As far as that playing game is heating up, as far as Phoenix is doing their thing, uh, Memphis lost about four or five in a row, or whatever. And then you had the Blazers sliding up. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I think we're gonna end up, in all honesty, with the Blazers and the Phoenix, you know, playing in for that AFC, you know, playing that playing game. So I'm liking what's happening, but. Prez, you kind of came up with something that I was kind of discarded I was initially. Come, I was definitely about to jump in. I was like, do you think they playing up this eight seed spot, the eight and seven yeah, seed spot? Yeah, yeah. They're playing to. them up like uh, big time, like uh, Lakers losing to, who was that, was uh, OKC, like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just blowing these games out to make the, the bottom race a little bit but that's what they supposed to do though that's that's my point like what i was saying to where like you were saying it's a conspiracy theory yes. but in my mind i'm like they are business they supposed to be hyping you up for a newly play in tournament i feel like you're playing Why with people lies you had all these people out here you knew how it was going to end up you knew who the top seeds was going to be after three four games we already know how it's going to play out you're 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 playing these meaningless games now and you're letting people like come up and win just so you can get these ratings and get your money back in. That's what's going so on. You, you thinking somebody's playing a puppet master with all three of these teams that have a real uh, a shot to get in on. I'm specifically talking about that eighth seed in the yes. West. You thinking that they they pulling all these strings and Memphis is, isn't playing shitty because they just lost, uh, what is it, uh, Jay Jackson, which is their second young player, which is probably one of their better players. He's probably the second best player on the team. So he just got hurt. And they losing. That's it. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I just I think it's logic. Can I, can I speak to this? No, wait. Okay. Uh, it's, I think it's a conspiracy. It's definitely a conspiracy, bro. Like, they want you to watch all the way to the end. Right now, we can kind of tune out to the playoffs actually start. So, I'll, find, I'll, I'll toss it to you right after this. Uh, uh, sure. I'm a hoop fan, so I want to be intrigued. I want to watch other teams. I am fans of guys like Dame Lillard, Melo, um, Ja Morant. Booker, who needs to be off the Suns. God damn it, I wish he's off the Suns, but he's so damn good, boy. But what I'm saying is I want to watch all these teams, so from, they playing right into my hands. I don't yeah. I don't care. I don't just care about the Lakers. Clearly, my team, the Knicks, sucks, and they're not in there, but I just love hoop, so I don't feed into the conspiracy theory. Hey, I'm definitely going to loop that, replay it like three or four times. He's going <laughs> to... You know, you got you to keep it real. Something you don't do with your teams. I, I am keeping it real. We number one. What, 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 I'm not supposed to be ecstatic about that? We'll get to the faders right. uh, later. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, okay. Y'all good? Yeah. We good, man. So first off, your conspiracy theory is complete hogwash. Let me tell you why it's hogwash. The NBA doesn't have to play a conspiracy theory because right now they have cornered the market. They are literally the only major sport that people care about that's on TV. So therefore, you could have the Memphis hogwash making the playoff 
it's playoffs and people will still watch because they have the only product that's out. So therefore, because they have cornered the market, no matter who makes the playoffs, they're going to get watched. So it'd be different if they were competing against everything else. MLB's on. How many, have any of you seen a, a baseball game? No. How, have, have you watched any I other have. basketball games? I watch almost what, what every Yankee game. You watch this I've week? watched a couple of Heat games. This, this week? Yes. Well, I've who, watched us fall apart against the the Bucks because Giannis went crazy. I watched us fall last night to the Suns because we got Butler still sitting out. You know, then I've watched the Houston game where Houston began to make all this other stuff. We never even talked about the Dame situation. So when you start talking about what basketball games I've watched, sir, please stand down. So, did you watch heat coming off the chest? Did you watch that Houston, uh, <laughs> Houston game with no defense where they went like 167 and, but, points but or see, something like that? I like, stuff like that. But but people like love that, that, that shit. That just goes to show people you love that, that shit. the NBA has like literally put themselves in the driver's seat when it comes down to sports <laughs> uh, entertainment right now. I was so frustrated on that game, man. I was like, bro, they was like in the third quarter, they were shooting like 40-something percent from the three-point, and they wasn't letting up. I'm like, if they shoot another goddamn three. <laughs> boy, that boy Frank is a Frank is a 60-year-old in the 30-some-odd-year-old body, boy. Frank, he he listen, want to see old wants, that knock-down, drag-out defense with a shit about 75 to 72. He wants to see a 6-foot-10 center. He wants to see little shorts <laughs> afros and headbands. Okay, that's what Frank wants to see, okay? He wants to see somebody named Will. <laughs> Take it back to the old school when they used to play defense. I don't give a shit about no damn he defense. He wants to see somebody with goggles on a bloody nose. <laughs> it, wasn't, that, it wasn't driving y'all crazy that every no. time they went down there and took these no, shots. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I was having a blast going back and forth seeing all that scoring. Uh, I enjoyed it. Well, it, it was one team scoring and getting rebounds, and then the other <laughs> team just whenever we got a shot, just throw it up, fellas. I love that small. <laughs> I love that small ball shit that Houston's doing. I love that shit. So. Now you know you want to talk about small ball. Let's talk about a big issue from small players, mm-hmm. I, aka Patrick Beverly, aka Dame Dollar, mm-hmm. aka PG. So it all started. Uh, from when Dame missed them two free throws yeah. at the end of the game playing the Clippers. Dame don't normally miss those. Dame cold as ice when it comes to OT. And, and, and twice as nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, 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 he a surgeon with it. Mm-hmm. So with that said, man, it was kind of odd when he missed it. So, of course, the Clippers felt the need to give him shit. But one Clipper in particular, he got he to gotta stand down because last time he was seen, mm-hmm. that shot was whap. Yeah, right yeah, in his yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah. You remember that bye bye? I remember. You remember that? I remember. <laughs> and see, first off, let me let you understand something. This beef that they have, mm-hmm. it makes better basketball because it yeah. builds more of a yeah. storyline yeah. and it feeds a little bit into the conspiracy theory to what you're talking about because now people want to see the Clippers and the Blazers play yeah. because now there's animosity, competitive nature. There's, yeah, there's yeah, that yeah. juice is going. Yeah, but for for Dame, you got to expect this. You put them out the playoffs. You told him it was Dame Lillard time. Oh. You you was disgusting with it. They dogpiled you, and you had that little mean mug like. Yeah. And Dame specifically told Paul George, um, Paul PG thirteen about um switching, skipping, uh, switching out on teams and stuff like that. I that mean, was in his one of his yeah. tweets. So I was like, ooh, he. So he, he hit him in the man. He hit him in the gut with that. So one. now when you choked up, you thought he was just gonna sit there and not say nothing. No, he said that after the fact, after the game. So uh, it's just it, it makes great controversy. But Perez, let me ask you this, because I know you 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 know you like the old school ways. Yeah, yeah. This kind of got a little bit of an old school Knicks Heat rivalry back when he used to beat up the Knicks. I think it got something better than that. I think it got old Hud Rico, Mister Perez type uh, rivalry to it. You know, like yeah. hey, last year my team, we both our teams played in London last year. 
we we both took trips out there. One of us came back happy, the other one didn't, and talked a lot, a lot of shit <laughs> on the way out there. Hmm. Damn, he go he go back a year pulling receipts. Yeah. Can he I write ask though? Question? So, he so, right though. so I, 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 I know you got to feel exactly oh. how uh you know. And then and then and then Hug got on. Hug had a chance bit. to get on the field watching his bucks get that ass whooped. <laughs> Hey, baby, y'all got anything else on uh, Dame and them boys and, and what's going on? i put it to you like this. Ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to hear this here live. The Raiders, the Fakers, play the Bucks this year in um, Las Vegas. Hud mm-hmm. will be there. I will be there. How? When they're not playing? Like, no fans can come in? I'll be there. I live in Vegas. Okay. I'll be there. All right, all right. I'll be outside be the outside. stadium. Just watch it on your phone? All right, um, we got you. Listen, what's the bet? On what? On you guys on playing each other? On the game. Y'all play each other this year? At, in Las Vegas, what's the bet? Because the other bets you guys have never paid up on. So, prayers, I won't hear nothing. We putting it on tape, on wax. What's the bet? What's the bet? Say, no, 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 stop, stop all that foolishness. What's the bet? Let's just, let's just keep it. T-shirt, mighty, mighty t-shirt, t-shirt. No, I don't want no t-shirt. I don't want no t-shirt. I don't want no t-shirt. I want you to feel this. It's going to hurt your pockets a little bit. I want you, hey, you buy the jersey that the other person says and got to wear Bet. Mm, nice son. I like it. I like it. I like it, fellas. I Bet. Like it. Uh, and it's got to be worn, worn on, the a pod. Person, on the pod. On the pod. <laughs> and on demand, you have to make a, a comment, a positive comment about the player's jersey you're wearing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so go and get your Tom Brady jersey ready to be ordered. Nah, bro. You about to get this car. <laughs> I like it. I like right, it. We finally going to get some people talking positive about car. You going to hear. I, like I want it. you to go back, too. Like go all the way back to his MVP <laughs> caliber season to this year. Talk I about like it. I like it. I like it. I heard it here live. Come on, you know what I mean? It's a bet. Mm. Do y'all want the ironed on ones or y'all want the one with the stitching? Yeah, I got you know, You got iron. We'll get the iron on. We'll okay, like, okay, okay. We don't yeah. really care about the other thirty. <laughs> I ain't gonna do the. Let's not go all out. <laughs> Listen, whatever you can call it, you want. Cause I know we're gonna win. So you can. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever. Barn injury. You know, you you should you should win. <laughs> Ain't no barn injury. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You 43-year-old can't go and out there. That man and cut got it. two bionic uh braces on his damn <laughs> The bets made. Y'all heard it here live on the pod. I don't want to hear nothing else about it. So we got it down. It's on paper. We're gonna we're gonna squash all this foolishness. It's gonna be here to hear competition. You heard it here live. This bum finna get that jersey, and we gonna I can't wait. That part I'm be hitting a button. And I, we need I want you to set a sound on the board that says buck time. And then every time I hit, I'm gonna hit the button, buck time, and I'm gonna say, Tom Brady's the best quarterback I ever seen. So can y'all can buck I want time. y'all to just Tom go back Brady's to the, the old best episodes. Go, go buck time. I'm telling you, it's gonna be amazing. Go back to the old episode. What listen to the preview last year. Watch them talk all this shit about the Raiders, and then you know, have to come back and recant it at the end. Hey, they doing better than I thought. What, what, what disrespect <laughs> did you tell us? Like, we're going to win three games? It was mm. just ridiculous. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Buck time. Boys. And now it's time to move on to the yeah, next, get this right, NFL. next topic. Uh, I think we're still on the Raiders. Oh, let's dang. talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let him put the notes in. All right, so listen up. The next topic, speaking of the Raiders, they have, they're having their training camp. Their first-round draft pick, Henry Ruggs, has, he made a fantastic one-handed grab, making a a great future and it's looking like a great pick for the Raiders. I don't know why we're surprised that a kid drafted in the first round to the NFL made a one-handed grab and that's what the Raider fans want to talk about. That a first-round draft pick out of University of Alabama, not Auburn, made a one-handed grab and no pads and he's in the NFL. Can I take this first? 
I'll let you go first. I'm, really I'm going to close it out. I can't let it first because you can close it out. No. I'll make this quick. I got nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> the reason it is such a big deal is because everybody clowned him and said he ain't got nothing but speed. And they said the Raiders back to their old little tricks again, especially you uh, started talking about this. So I want to make sure you put it out there that we did do our research. We do have Mike Mayock out there. We are doing better on our draft picks. And like we not only knew that he he was a fast, but he can also catch. Raiders I'm going to tell you what's hurting. Year. What's hurting is the Washington football team because they got a serious situation going on. Unfortunately, Darius Geis has been cut from the... Not unfortunately, because his actions are what caused it. But it seems like it's deja vu from the Ray Rice situation. Mm -hmm. This young man has not seen the mistakes of people who were in front of him. Um, he allegedly... And I'm, the reason why I'm saying allegedly, because I have not seen the facts. I'm just going off the reports that have been released. He strangled um, a domestic violence incident where he strangled a young lady. And subsequently, he was released from the Washington football team Rather immediately, um, the NFL is definitely taking a stance saying that this is the type of behavior that they really can't stand for. Mm -hmm. Now, I hope once the investigation concludes that there is other evidence to it, but from the dressing of it, the, the foundation, it seems to be that this to be the case. What are your stances on it? Prez, we'll start with you. First off, like domestic violence, like shouldn't shouldn't happen. I, I don't agree with it 100 percent, but I think like Geis's situation that he in, like it's not going to afford for them to do a very thorough investigation. The team he playing for already in the midst of a lot of a lot of other controversy True. that's going on. So uh, their decision got to be made quick. They got to get out of this negative light. They're trying to to move and get past all this stuff at this time. So unfortunate for him. That's I mean he's out. He's gonna have to go through the whole little process with the NFL before he get back in. If he, if the evidence comes out and said like, hell yeah, he was doing this, like, bro, like, what are you doing with your life, man? You need to get get in the right people. Talk. You had the money. You can talk with people. Speak up with people in your 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 on your team. They can put you in the in the room with the right people to get out these anger issues or these problems. Maybe the woman wasn't right for you or whatever that was going on. Don't put yourself in these situations. Other than that, man, like Cash, what what do you got? He's a clown. He's a lame. He's less than a man. I don't care what you got going on, man. You got to walk away from that situation. I know you young, dumb, and things happen in them young relationships, but you you got to be a man to walk away. Like I I don't ever I don't ever recall being that young, wanting to put my hands on a woman, even if she put herself in a man's position. I just had to walk away and take the L to my pride, versus strangling. Now, if this is true, you know what I mean. He got whatever she did. It's probably wrong. Now, women, hmm. stop putting your hand. This is not to say, I'm not prefacing this statement with saying that it was okay what he did. I'm just saying that it's never okay to put your hands on anybody, men or women. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't know how people are going to react. You don't know what they come from as far as their morals and values. You don't know what they come from as far as their hands being put on them, period. You know what I mean? So, Women and men, keep your hands to yourself. There's always you can always walk away. You don't gotta be together. Y'all ain't y'all ain't gotta deal with each other no more. They, you got cheated on, whatever the case may be. It's nothing that you can't come from on the on the back end of it. But with that said, I'm glad that Washington did what they needed to do. Cut their ties, like Perez said. They got a lot more other shit going on, and they got to deal with that. And the NFL has zero to tolerance uh, policy. Um, and that's all I got to say to that, man. I don't need to be overbearing on this one. You know, domestic violence is, like you said, I think you both made great points. Domestic violence is not okay no matter what side of the equation that it's on. 
Um, I hope that he gets the help that he needs to figure out his anger issues. And for the young lady, whatever that situation is, no action makes any other action justifiable. Um, but there needs to be help on both sides of the equation. Um, to me personally, too many times we have we have vilified and demonized the, the gentleman in the situation. And just justifiably so, you are wrong. But we also need to take a strong look at both sides of the equation. Hey, both of you got to get the help that you need because it doesn't help and it isn't right for anybody to do it. So for anybody in a domestic violence situation, please reach out and get the help that you need to get yourself out of that situation. Because the only thing you're supposed to be putting your hands on is people who mess with your children and your money and your and your loved ones. Other than that, <laughs> um, try Jesus, not me. I lay hands if you mess with my, my right people. Yeah, so man, uh, let's, let's let's move on, man. You're right. It's, it's yeah, yeah, a situation yeah, yeah, that you right. really want to stay on. I so mean, yeah, I got plen plenty more, but yeah, you you, you going, nailed it. You, you, you nailed you it, bro. From that, man. All right, uh, next up, man. <laughs> this is kind of a funny one, but shit, it could have <laughs> ended a little bit worse. Uh, EA Sports. The, <laughs> it's in a game. It's not a game. <laughs> DeAndre uh, Baker, DB for the uh, New York Football Giants. Got into a bit of a dispute or robbery of sorts with one of his homies over a Madden game. Now, real quick, I play Madden probably more than everybody at this table. Madden get you though. <laughs> Yo, you I got a story. I got a story about one time where I almost got into it with somebody. So before you get up in there, but these are allegations right now, like all the stories, like they, it is something like seeming like he done paid off the guy, uh, to or the people who was uh, talking against him, he didn't try to get them at his lawyer's office and pay them off a little bit, change up their story on it. Uh, he was trying to clean it up before the NFL came down with all their little sanctions and everything, but didn't didn't end up that way. So this is that side of the story that's that's starting to leak out a little bit is uh, that they was uh, all there betting on the Madden game. Damn, yeah. So <laughs> speaking of how real it can get, I got a funny story. So I'm playing the cat that I'm semi-cool with. You know, he in my my dorm room, but we semi-cool. We ain't cool cool. You know what I mean? Back in the Trav <laughs> Travis crew, right? So we playing it, right? And, and we going with the game. I'm kind of quiet because I'm I'm in an uphill battle the whole game. Like, you know, I can't, you know, you can't talk shit when you're in an uphill battle. You just got to stay you focused. Gotta focus. You got to focus because you you barely holding it together and you need that one or two stops to, to get back on the on the good side, right? So we in the fourth quarter. Uh, either he go for this fourth down and I get, you know, I get the turnover, then I got, I got something to do with the game. I can go down. I got more than enough time. But if he kill me on this fourth down, he 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 been doing what he did. He been running it down my damn throat all game. I'm gonna lose, right? So all I could think of was, you know, when you hooping and you at the free throw line, you just whoo, like <laughs> as loud as I could. Like I was just quiet. I ain't really say shit the whole game. I yelled as loud as I possibly could to throw him off. As soon as he touched that button to pass it, he damn near dropped his uh joist. <laughs> I got the pick and took that shit to the house. He wanted to fight. You. He wanted to fight me. He was he was straight up. Y'all nah nah blood nah. You can't do that blood. I'm like yo, you in my room? Are you stop talking crazy? So we go outside and we just you know we jaw jacking the whole time. But we literally almost got into a fight because I didn't want to lose that bad. But I'm like yo, I didn't touch you. I ain't do nothing. Like stop being scary. You know what I'm saying? So that was my almost fighting Madden thing. And I didn't end up in a robbery or no guns and nothing like that. But the shit can get real. Yeah. Listen, man. <laughs> and I, I guarantee it was probably something to that extent where he's calling about, like, oh, you cheated. 
Let me tell you yeah. something. Madden to get you there. Uh, that don't mean plenty of times when my old lady like, I ain't came stand you when you lose one of them damn games. You, you just tough to deal with. Because you, you get into this, man. Mm-hmm. You get into that game and then people be talking. Especially you get that little kid online who be talking shit and you can't really say nothing because I don't really see you, you. But you just be, oh, man. Well, your old lady be like, it's just a game. Well, fuck, fuck you. This ain't just a game. This is my life. <laughs> I worked hard for my my player. <laughs> no, but so first off, man, for the young man, for the Giants, man, listen, uh, you got so much going on in your life. I really hope that you didn't do that. I hope these are just allegations. But EA Sports, I blame this on you, man. The game's getting too damn realistic. Too, too much, man. Too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But let me tell you what else was real. That versus the other night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Right into that versus yeah. is real. Okay. Yeah. Ricky Rose versus... Two J's, aka Titty Boy. So, uh, before we uh, start this, man, what was your predictions again, fellas? I think the the, the pod had a clean sweep of Ricky Rose. Yep. Yeah. And now we're gonna go over after watching it and breaking it down. I want to know what everybody thinks the winner was and how you had it. And Cash, save me for last. I don't want to say. Save me for last. I don't want to save your blast. Oh, I'm the I'm the I'm the cleanup crew. I don't want to say you blast me for last. <laughs> save me for last. All right, prayer. Well, go ahead, prayer. What you have? So I like I came in on it a little bit late, so I ain't get to, or did they even show it? I just seen them all the money out there, but I ain't get to see the stripper. The stripper came back later on, but I was like, I wanted to see it when it was initially tossing the dog. <laughs> so like uh, missed all that. Uh, <laughs> but I I have Ross thirteen seven. Okay. So you feel like Ross pretty much came up. What were some of your surprises from the verses? Because I know we talked about it a little bit, but what were some of your surprises from watching it? Uh, I thought it was going to be more of a clean sweep. And, uh, you know, the the fact that Chains had a couple of them that were just like, nah, I got to give it to him, just clean out. I was, and then I was expecting more energy to come from uh, Chains, but I, I felt like Rose was actually like the one that was actually like killing the performance overall. Like his, him and his hype man, uh, the DJ was a uh, was oh, on it. Sam Sneak, on, yeah. Sam, uh, if, if there was a versus battle, and DJ Sam Sneak killed it. Yeah, they they had it together. So, so I definitely feel like that was the DJ's thing. definitely bo- both DJs actually. Um, so I think Chains DJ been with him for quite some time as well. So I think that both the DJs kept it upbeat, cut the songs when they needed to be cut. So shouts out to them. But uh, continue on, Prez. Oh, that that was it. That was all okay. I got. Like that was the big like the shocker was just that change should have came with the better performance. But uh, I, I felt like Ross killed it. I agree. Okay. He did well. All right, go ahead. Go, go, go ahead. You up? You up? I had it eleven for Ross, seven for Chains, and two ties. Oh, you got two ties, two <laughs> ties, and I mean. My surprises, similar to yours, Ross had more energy. I thought Chains is definitely going to be more of the performer. But I felt like two people came in with two different mindsets. I felt like Ross, being from Miami, had that Miami attitude. Like, this is a competition. This ain't no... This ain't no celebration. He said it was a celebration, <laughs> but it wasn't no celebration. He went in and then he came in after talking about it. Like, hey, I ain't even using my best catalog, which I absolutely agree with. I felt like Ross kept about 12 to 15 songs yeah. that he could have played that would have made this yeah. a clean sweep. Um, but he chose not to use them. But to me, that just goes to show just how deep his catalog is that he could have, he came with 20 tracks and he didn't even bring 20 of his best tracks. Now he brought some of them, man, that was just true. Just like you, 
BMF, like, I mean, some of the tracks that he brought, like, you just wasn't going to win. Like, Santorini Grease, like, these, some of these are just classics. So, he didn't even play Apple of Mine. Man, he did not. I mean, he just, he didn't play any of the Maybach musics. I mean, just, so he had some stuff that he just could have really, just really wiped it, wiped it out with. But I felt like the the extras that they brought, I mean, the man brought out a masseuse. So I mean, disrespectful. He, he changed outfits in the middle of it and didn't <laughs> go in no dresser room. I mean, he just made every big belly belly fella feel like, you yep. know what? I could take my shirt off anytime I feel yep. like. Had, had his titties out and everything, yeah, man. You know, it's hot <laughs> in the studio. He out here making memes on dance moves. Hey, I man, mean, they so was having a blast, man. They had a good time. So I definitely feel like Ross won. Um, I think anybody who says different is foolish. But hey, what do you got, Cash? Yo, first off, I love the battle, man. Um, I had a good time with it. This is like a back-to-back enjoyment. Um, speaking from the the um, DMX one and Snoop to DMX this. DMX killed it. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He did kill it, but he lost. But back to this one. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was a celebration. They went hits for hits. You know, my problems were that Ross left a lot to be on the table because he didn't pull out his best 20, in my opinion. Like, you can pick the hits, but you got to pick the... The, un- the right mix of the underground hit. So he left the door open for Chains to come in. As y'all were listening to it as you know in pre-production, y'all was like, oh shit, this is a little bit more closer than I anticipated. And for me, it was too as well. So I got it 11-9. Two Chains! Listen, man, there's a lot of songs that Ross had on here where he wasn't even spitting. Oh. Like, we talking about song for verse and all these different type of things. Like, y'all was going against 2 Chains when it came to the, uh, what's the joint with ASAP Rocky? Effing Problems, mm-hmm. when it was just him on the hook. But then you ain't say nothing about Stay Scheming when Ross had arguably the weakest eight bars that he could spit against a really dope song. You know what I'm saying? Like, Stay Scheming against All Me and, and Chains' verse. If we talking about the features, okay. who had the better joint? But you wasn't with him shooting in the gym, bro. That's not him. <laughs> I don't That's care. Drake. I hear that every time I hear that but, song. Okay. But I, I was saying, like, uh, what I want to talk about. So that was post-production. We went back and listened at all this stuff. And we was going back and like, oh, yeah, this one, this one, this one. In the moment, that's what I keep telling y'all. In the moment when you watch it there and you listen at it, it was about the performance, how they was doing all this. And you're going to listen. Yeah, yeah. You clearly I, gave it I, to Ross on that No, point. I didn't. Like, I didn't. Initially, I gave it to Ross. You ain't never tell me. You ain't asked me how I felt in the moment. See? Oh how we're gosh. talking about what we were just listening to. We're talking about what we were listening to, not in the moment. In the moment, I still feel like I like a lot of them chain songs a lot more than the ones that Ross played. Like, it was certain joints on there where y'all were both like, ooh, Dice Pineapples against this one. Like, I'm not looking on the track list right now, but there were a lot of songs that Chains was giving him a run for his money, and I think it had a lot to do with Ross's song selection. Would y'all agree? It shouldn't have been close. Would y'all agree? It shouldn't have been close. That's how I feel right now about what you're talking about. Man. It shouldn't it's, have been close, but I think Ross, like, I think he really mean what he said in that post interview little portion where he was saying, like, hey, I save it. I can go with for another one. As a and young boy, as a young boys would is. say, Frank, that's all cap because you should have played what you played to downplay two chains as if he wasn't a worthy opponent. 11, Limitate, to Limitate, six and two or whatever. Okay. Oh, tied buddy over here. Two tied, two ties or whatever he Because a win got is a win. Here. That's what it means. A win is a win. I felt he won. I didn't. Let me tell you why it's a destroy. How is it destroy when you have it that close? Because you won without even giving your best performance. I think when you can win and you ain't even give your best. Nelly lost 
because Nelly didn't give his best, but he's lost. If Nelly would have won without giving his best, then I'm like, man, that shows you even got even more of a repertoire. Ross beat Chains without even putting out his best 20 tracks. And, and I don't think won. I don't think Chains put out his best twenty tracks well, either. If we know, doing you, that, twenty Chains don't have another. Chains, Chains has three t- dumb songs on it that he all lost all them rounds. The way he didn't even spit a verse, so take like, it wasn't even something. Give him three more, but you could do the same. You could do the same for Ross. Like he had one little mini verse on uh, the joint with Kanye West, the one with Stay Scheming. There's a lot to be said for that. Like y'all not looking into that mean, detail. Jim. <laughs> That's Drake's line. Like y'all keep referencing Drake's shit. I don't care. But it was emphasized by Ross. Whoa. Y'all don't remember shit that Ross said on that song. Stays. Exactly. <laughs> That's French Montana. That's French Montana. I don't. I don't need to know That's, that. You like the song, right? So you don't like shit about the song that has so to do with Ross. You, <laughs> you don't like shit about the song that has to do with Ross. What? Y'all don't like nothing about that song that has to do with Ross. Y'all liars, man. We over y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all, boy, y'all. Listen, look, this is the goalpost, right, people? Uh-huh. This, 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 this is prayers and hugs. Chains, you did a good job, and I still like you as an artist. You did not win. So don't let this guy fool you. And you rap better than Ross. Huh. <laughs> Cut it, Mike. Hold on, hold Cut on, Mike. I, I see. We, we just like we need to get our friend help. We need to get our friend help. Uh, we listen, y'all. We got. I don't know what. It, listen, you're not supposed to do this in the Air Force. Yeah. We got the Meg and uh. Oh man, Meg and uh, Cardi joint. Wow. What what we talking about on this? I'm just gonna let yeah, me, let me talk about the backlash. What's the backlash? What she what she like? Huh? Oh, there's all types of. Twitter, Instagram, everybody's ruining just this this good moment. You know, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. you can go to the all. Oh, how are they representing for our little girls and all that? I'm, uh, man, I'm bro, gonna Cardi I, ain't I'm, never put out nothing I'm, I'm for gonna, the little girls. I'm gonna go straight down. Meg Thee Stallion ain't never put out nothing for the little. I'm girls. gonna put it straight down the middle here. For as a message for women, it's absolutely atrocious. It's horrible. Yeah. As a visual for the video, I think it was a very strong production. They bring him back BET Uncut. Can we hey, get an uncut of that? Hey, everybody love that Nelly joint. Everybody love Tip Drill. I've never you know seen what I'm saying? it. I have. What? I've seen it plenty of nights. Yep. All alone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that BET Uncut was it, brother. Hey man, if if you're looking for a role model, yeah, like that ain't it. They ain't not think, it. You should have been talking them. This ain't the song to just. Oh, this is it. You done went too far. She went way too far. Like when she was on Ellen twerking. Like come on, come on. And then Cardi, Cardi had a message too, and I wish I had my little thing out here so I can play it. But she basically was saying like, "Yo, I did it, and you know what I'm saying." But y'all talk about all women rappers do is promote this image, this that. But what about Rhapsody? What about all these other women that's doing dope hip hop that nobody really and they don't support support? So y- y- women, dudes, all that, everybody that got these different type of feelings, you can get Cardi and Meg up out of here easily. Go support. All those women rappers that are really spitting about uplifting women and just spitting, you know, straight bars and doing great music at it, too. It's not just like they rapidly rap. Like, they're making great bodies of work. What? You don't support them, so you don't see that. And then execs in the music industry will do the same. It's that simple, people. They, they're not putting out music to be role models. I'm going to listen to this shit. Not around my kids. Not around my daughters. But I also was a kid that's raised on hip-hop, too. My dad put me in a car with the most craziest of things playing. But he also taught me right from wrong and 
these dudes ain't about that life and all that type of stuff. So I was I was taught that way, and that's how I was raised, and I turned out pretty good. I think that's still be determined. <laughs> that's that's debatable yeah, after these couple of statements. Yeah, like, you searched I'm a Ross and now, Kanye. Hey, hey, for real, all jokes aside, you got anything let the rapper bring his own home with a uh, Prince? Man. Hey, y'all know what y'all got to do. Hey, comment below, subscribe, like, give us thumbs up, help us out a little bit. Damn it, Prince, you were supposed to be telling us to do that more this episode. Like, share, and subscribe. We got to start saying that more. I'm going to say something real quick, though, before we get up out of here. <laughs> hey, all jokes aside, we've been doing this for a little over a year now. And honestly, I feel like we should be way farther ahead, but we need y'all help, man. If you, I get it. Everybody ain't got the money to do all the good stuff. Sometimes you just ain't got it. We're in a pandemic. But it takes time to just like and share and subscribe and put it out there. I've had people hit me back and tell me a year after this, like, man, I didn't know you had this dope podcast. Well, guess what? It's just going to continue yeah. to keep growing. Share. Give it to somebody else. Take a listen. Download, subscribe, YouTube, all that good stuff. If you can take 10 minutes out of your time to just hit us on all the major outlets that we are on, which include Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Twitter. 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 Um, we got an email. Don't sleep on Patreon. I mean, literally, we are everywhere. Apple Music, Google, Spotify. Dropping on Amazon. Amazon. If you, I mean, if you, if you, if you want us somewhere where we ain't, let us know and we'll be there. So as well. you can call us a ploy. You can call us a beg. You can call it whatever you want. We the shame that went out the window a long time ago. For sure. All I'm asking <laughs> is for you to please support. We always talk about we want to be there for each other. Be there, like, subscribe, share, and find a way to show us that you did so we can go ahead and make sure we give you the proper thank you. Right, so right, right. For we sure. We want to make sure. sure we show love to people who show love to us. So um, on behalf of the crew, Prez, Cash, Hadrico, all the people behind the scenes, the wives that support us doing this and taking the time to do it, the family that gives us time away from them to do this for you guys, we want to say thank you and we appreciate you like, subscribing, and sharing ahead of time. Anything else, fellas? Nah, man, you you delivered that perfectly. I got nothing else to say. Well, ba guess what? Lakers gonna win it all. And he just ruined the whole damn episode. And we out. Clearly, my team, the Knicks, sucks. <laughs> <laughs>